welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined this this Sunday, um, this sleepy, sleepy Sunday, but we're waking back up um, by a friend of mine who is currently uh, uh, crowdfunding and raising awareness for Lilliput Records, which is going into the um, former exclusive company space uh, in the coming months. Uh, on Milwaukee's east side on Farwell and I'm excited to talk to her about uh, the store the idea uh, why it means a lot to her and what their plans are so Tanner Musgrove thank you for joining me today yeah absolutely happy to be here happy to have you how are you doing I'm pretty good I'm also just waking up um, we had record store day yesterday so that was very hectic, but in the best of ways. Um, Britt Daniel of Spoon came and he was DJing. Um, he DJed for an hour and there was a really great turnout. Um, a lot of people, you know, donating to our cause during that time. And yeah. yeah, it was overall just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of feels, probably feels bittersweet where like it's like exclusive company has held such a a place in our hearts, you know, as music aficionados, like it is kind of like, oh damn, like this is the last like official exclusive company record store day. But fear not, because uh there's plenty more records days, record store days to come in the same exact spot. Um, just with a, a little bit different flair, of course. Clearly it's an occasion that still means a lot to a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. No, everyone was really excited and, you know, giving their well wishes for Lilliput and excited to come back next year just for Lilliput's first record show day. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you get to chat with Britt Daniel at all? As just as much as we could. He was actually on vocal rest. Um, they had to cancel the Minneapolis show over the week because his voice just wasn't up up for it but um so we we talked briefly but he was very very sweet and but their whole team was awesome sure oh that's awesome cool um spoon was like my first indie band um when i was like in like sixth grade i think um my sister had gimme fiction on our computer so spoon has a special place in my heart yeah yeah that's i, I love that record it's a pretty solid one um yeah, it, it's all thanks to FM 102.1. They sort of they were the ones who reached out to us and said, hey, we have this great idea. We, you know, Spoon's going to be in the area. They're playing that night at the rave. Let's do a DJ set. And yeah, and it worked out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm bummed I couldn't be there yesterday. Um, my friends and I went to uh, House on the Rock. I saw uh, that. Have you been there? I went, I've gone once and it was actually during their, during the holiday, it was during Christmas. So it was Christmas themed and that was an experience for sure. Yeah, it is a wonky place, but a place I think um, anyone who is interested in weird attractions or just really trippy psychedelic shit with a vintage feel mm -hmm. um yeah that there is just so much fucking stuff in that place <laughs> like my head was starting to hurt by the time we were like kind of uh in like the last part of it because 
you want to look at everything, but everything is looking at you and you're overwhelmed. You're like, what the fuck do I look at? There's so right. much. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty wild, but I definitely recommend that everyone go there at least once because it's an experience. Yeah, most definitely. So, uh, Tanner, what we talk about a Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so, uh, Tanner, we've known each other for quite some time since college. And I always knew, like, like you worked at an exclusive company. Um, and uh, I think that's a good place to start um, for where we're, where we're going to take this conversation. Um, so how long did you work at an exclusive company for? Uh, this is my fifth year at exclusive. Yeah. So, so what made you want to work at a record store in the first place? Well, I had been collecting records for a while before I had applied to the exclusive company. Um, the Janesville location was the first exclusive company I had gone to. It's close to my hometown. And yeah, music's just always been a really important part of my life. Um, it was something or is something that my grandpa and I bond over a lot. And that just sort of carried through my adult life. And it just was sort of a no brainer. You know, it's like, well, you're passionate about music. Why not apply to a record store? And it was, my mom helped make the final push of me doing it because I was of course nervous. Cause there's always that, even though I collected records, collect records and I love music, there's always that weird feeling going into a record store, like, you know, that you know are they going to judge me the high fidelity feeling is like sure. yeah. but 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 now it's my home yeah i get that like i don't know after a while yeah you, you get really used to it you're like hey who is anyone to judge anyone and what they're picking up here at least they are picking up music in such a raw and like tangible way like in, in an age where most people listen to music through streaming platforms like there's something just super like pure and and uh i don't know just appreciative uh by listening to music in a, in a physical means and it doesn't matter what they're listening to really like uh because there's just something really special about having the records in your hand yeah yeah at the end of the day we all have the same that same passion of just having a tangible relationship with the music so yeah yeah. Do you remember like what the first records you ever bought were? It's it's sad because so many people do and I don't. But I do remember my grandpa giving me a lot of his records. And so it was a mix of your classics like the Beatles, the Monkees and, and that kind of mm -hmm. genre. But I, I, I know that one of the first and this may be embarrassing but it was 21 pilots vessel um, big stan in in high school we yeah we we went to all their concerts so that was probably one of the first and you know i'll admit it hey that's there you go i yeah i used to like uh i used to not care for them uh for a while but then torch came out and i'm like torch is fire no pun intended <laughs> yeah right um well that's dope um yeah. yeah exclusive company um 20 so you were there for five years so what was that 2017 yeah yep 
right on. Right on. So it was, it was May. It was like right after, or no, yeah, it was is May of 2017. It was right after Record Store Day that year. Awesome. Oh, cool, cool. So, yeah. Um, so like I know you were saying that it just made sense for you as a music aficionado to, um, you know, to to work at such a place. Um, but like, how did um working there like in that particular place like kind of shape your passion for like you know this is this is what I want to do yeah I mean we just see so many different walks of life come into the store and I, I just that's one of my favorite parts because I don't know I, I love our customers very dearly <laughs> like I've built really great relationships with so many of them and I mean, they're a, they're a big motivator in this. Um, I mean, a lot of them, this is, this is the place they come to get their music. So that's, that's definitely a large part of it. Um, and just, you know, being on Brady street. Yeah. You just see a lot of different people and, and that's, that can be exciting. You know, um, it's not the same routine every single day. And yeah, I just, I just love, I just love where, like I love our little vinyl community and our, our music community because we sell CDs as well and DVDs. Um, it's great. It's a great atmosphere. You sell the incense too. Right. Yeah. We've had people say like, they'd be on the, they'll be on the phone and be like, yeah, I'm at the incense store. And it's like, Hey, if that's, <laughs> if that's what this is to you, then sure. Oh yeah. I got really into incense in like the last like year or two. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The, the aroma of walking into the record store with all the incense, like, is just such a positive imprint in my mind. My first time at Exclusive Company was when I was like, I, I think I had like just turned 19. It was freshman year at UWM. And my friends in the dorms, they were also really into music and all like some of them collected records and I'm I wanted to just come along for the ride and I didn't even like I think I like had like considered collecting records but I just never made the time or investment for it at that point yet but college is a great time to do that um so I remember like my first time at exclusive company I didn't even have a turntable yet um I walked out of there with seven records that day <laughs> yeah yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. Good yeah, I I got the as fast as I could, I got a turntable. Um I started with a Crosley. Now I have an Audio Technica um that I've had for a while and I love it, but yeah, no record collections are a very sacred thing. They sure are. And yeah, once you get the bug, it's like it you can't shake it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um very expensive hobby. But, <laughs> but shamelessly one so all that said um you know you worked you've been working there for five years um i guess that takes us to this to the point of now i guess uh give us the timeline here so what when did you first find out about that you know exclusive would be shutting down um and what was your reaction Sure. Um, so we found out the first week of February uh, and we were really blindsided by it. We, of course, knew that the 
owner, founder, Mr. G had passed away in November, but we were also under the impression that it was sort of just business as usual. We knew there would be some changes, but we didn't know they'd be drastic as liquidating the, the whole chain. So it was definitely a really big shock. Um, and I mean, in a span of 10 minutes, like I went through a hundred different emotions. Um, at first I was, you know, very upset because I know how well the stores do and I know how much our customers love our store. And I just couldn't imagine not having that community. Um, but then, then I started, you know, realizing, well, now's the perfect opportunity to make something of this. And I, for a while had been already toying with the idea of starting my own record store. Certainly not this year and not like, you know, even five years from now, but it was something that I really liked the idea of, and I could really see myself be doing. And, and, and so that's sort of, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> So, um, and so Brian is your, your kind of partner in doing all this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's the current manager at the exclusive company. I'm the assistant manager. So we're doing it together. Um, and he's been working at the exclusive company for the past 12 years, managing for the past 10. So we work really well together and it seemed like just made perfect sense. So, um, shout out to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's checked me out like at the store like so many times so yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah um, good dude um who brought up the conversation to who me ah. yeah I in the I was I was sort of like um in the first maybe hour I was like I think we should open a record store and it, it took him a little bit at first he was just I mean we were all devastated but he was like, I mean, I have to, I have to close this store. What do you mean open another record store? It was just an overwhelming thought, but maybe 48 hours in, he was like, actually, yeah, this is feasible for us to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it, yeah, that is a vast undertaking, mm -hmm. but, um, it seems like y'all are, y'all are, uh, you've blazed the path. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're charging along. We're, we're working yeah it's hard to do it yeah. but um it's i mean i'm grateful to do it yeah no for sure i mean y'all are doing something really rad and cool and like you said something you might not have ever envisioned you doing like at this point but y'all are fucking doing it and that's amazing and the community is ready rallying around you um so they are it's it's and i mean it, it means so much like I don't have words to describe how much it means. All the support we've gotten has been amazing. Oh yeah. So um, that said, what like made you think of Lilliput Records? If you'd care to explain that. Yeah, sure. So we were sort of brainstorming. Um, I had a few ideas, and one night we were just working late and talking about names, and it was Brian who came up with Lilliput. Um, I had suggested there's this, uh, band called the Au Pairs that I love. And he like took a second and then he was like, what about Lilliput? And, uh, the band Kleenex, formerly known as Kleenex, now known as Lilliput, um, is a band we both like love very much. 
And so it's just, it's sort of, I got that feeling where I was like, yeah, that that's it. And um, so then it just stuck. And it's in, it also works out because it's a Gulliver Travels reference. So um, we really like the idea of this fantasy book um, sort of, you know, working in tandem with this fan or this, you know, record store and it being a place where you can just really go and escape and lose yourself in, leave your worries at the door, that kind of thing. So, yeah. You know what the crazy thing about like shopping at Exclusive was is like, and I don't know if you can relate to this too, but like I have found been put onto new music there, not only from like perusing the the bins and everything, but also from just like what y'all have playing like on the speaker there. Yeah. <laughs> Got me Shazam and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I gotta like see if they have this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite things is when we'll play a record and someone will come up with that record in hand and they'll be like, yeah, I love what you're listening to. Um, that's very satisfying. But the same for me. I mean, we get a ton of promos in from labels and that's how I find so much music. And also seeing the new releases coming in every Friday, it's another way of like really expanding my, you know, musical knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's a very multifaceted, layered experience. Kind of what you were saying about, you know, um, it being sort of this like island of of fantasy and imagination. So I guess like, what has been the process like since you know um, y'all decided you wanted to do this? What were kind of the steps you had to take in order to like secure that, you know, you'd be picking up right where exclusive leaves off. Yeah, I mean, initially we were like, let's just buy the inventory. That seems doable. Um, and we brought that to the interim owner's attention and he was all for it and very supportive of it. Um, and it was actually his idea that we buy the building as well, um, which we, you know, that was very appealing to us because our customers, whether they, you know, remember, the name the exclusive company they know where it is it's been there since 91 so i mean that is a very strong you know thing it's you know people know where you are um but yeah we we sort of just started going through the motions um doing a lot of research um luckily i my Mom is a loan officer and my uncle's a commercial lender in banking. So I was able to, you know, reference them a lot and they were able to help get the ball rolling in those sort of, um, you know, avenues. And I, yeah, we've done a lot of work with the SBDC um, out of Milwaukee um, and They've helped a lot with our business plan, which is almost finalized, which feels amazing. Um, we just, you know, we we got a lawyer. Um, we have an accountant. We just finalized our commercial offer to purchase. So we are now bound, um, which is scary, but a great feeling. And um, in the coming weeks, we'll be ready to go to a bank to ask for the loan. Um, and the money that we're we're looking to raise through the GoFundMe is to help with the down payment of the loan that we need. 
to secure the loan. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. It's like y'all are just adding layer on top of layer of we're actually doing this. Yeah. It it feels more real every single day. So. Yeah. Super cool. Well, that's great that you know you have uh, a lot of the um, that the pieces are falling into place um, business wise. Um, and so you also have this GoFundMe that you've been crowdfunding for if the community uh, cares to make donations. Um, so yeah, would you care to explain like the like the uh, the premise of the GoFundMe, like what it's going towards, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, so we started the GoFundMe just because when we um, were talking to regulars that would come in, they, you know, they encouraged it that we, you know, that they would gladly donate. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to make that option available to customers and just people within the community who don't want to see this record store, you know, be gone. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we, we started with a pretty high goal and, and then we narrowed it in. It's, it's, it's still a large goal, it's um, $70,000. But much more reasonable than the 120 we were asking for. Uh, we realized that the loan that we'll be asking for will be a smaller down payment. Um, but but yeah, um, I mean, we just last week broke 20,000. So that I mean, I don't. I, I it really leaves me speechless. I don't have a lot of words because that is just uh, an, an insane feet and um yeah it's been really cool uh like i said record store day yesterday we uh had some tip jar wars and all the money donated through that um was is donated to lilliput and um i've we have the moody zine um collaboration and we've been selling those uh lion's tooth donated 10 percent of their sales yesterday to our cause and yeah, it's it's really just been awesome. Um, Lilliput Records, the goal is to be a very community-based space. And so it's really nice to see that already happening and we're not even a brick and mortar store yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's that's gotta be very like affirming. Mm -hmm. Um that's a good uh kind of segue into how you hope Lilliput Records will be, I mean, there there will be obvious ways it's similar to exclusive company, but like, how do you want it to be different? You know, like what, how do you hope to make it like a unique experience for those that, you know, um, have been going to the store for so long? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I love exclusive company. Like I said, that's the first store I ever, or record store I ever walked into um, in the Janesville location. And then I lived in Oshkosh for a small period of time. And so I went to that exclusive company, um, but it does because it's a, or at one point was a seven chain store, now six, um, have a very corporate feel to it. So definitely eliminating that. Um, we are, are, you know, me and Brian will be working just as much as we're working now. And so you'll be seeing us every single day and just making it, you know, um, yeah, just a different experience in that sense. But we also just want to be doing a lot more, 
in stores and local events, bringing people into the store and also helping like fund certain things, um, doing fun fundraisers and being able to have that, um, you know, we don't have to go to the office and ask, is this okay to do? We can just approve it. And yeah. I think that is really huge for us because there have been a lot of things in the past that we couldn't do because it, it we weren't the owners and so we didn't have that um uh approval i guess yeah, yeah. that makes sense um that's so exciting you know just having a new hub for community-based events and whatnot um i know that exclusive company like used to do uh live music here and there um i uh, imagine y'all will be bringing some of that back yeah, yeah, definitely. We would like to do that a lot. Um, of course, the pandemic had an impact in the live music um, and people performing on our stage. But we're hoping this summer we can, you know, and you know, just have a lot of shows booked. That'd be really cool. And yeah, we're also uh, planning an online store that actually could be launching even before we open in our projected date of July. Um, which is something that our exclusive company customers have been asking for for some time now. So it'll be really nice to be able to fulfill that. Um, but yeah, we're, 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 we're just, you know, moving along. Yeah. Yes, you are. Um, that's kind of the last question is, um, yeah, what, I guess like kind of as far as, uh, the next few months, your goals, um, how do you kind of see uh, things panning out um, for Lilliput Records? Like you mentioned a, a, a tentative July date for officially opening. Um, yeah, like based on based on like how far y'all have come in, in the progress you've made, where do you see things going from here? Um, I, I mean, I, I envision a very positive transition. Um, we have a lot of other collaborations in the works that I don't have all the details for, so I can't really talk about them, but we are um, doing some things with Cactus Club, uh, hopefully a benefit show. And um, there's been some local bands that have reached out who are planning uh, another benefit show at the exclusive company. Mm. So, um, you know, I think just, continuing to keep our name out there um, and, and continuing to do events. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's, you know, really important. Very exciting. Um, I'm really happy that you're doing this. Um, and, you know, many people are also very happy that you're doing this. Um, and it's it's quite admirable and, and special that y'all are, you know, are have just such a uh, ambition to, to keep the space alive. Y'all should be proud of yourselves for how far you've come with this in such a short amount of time. Thank you, I appreciate that. You bet. So as they're closing out, Tanner, um, I ask everyone the same two questions on our way out. The first one is uh, what keeps you up at night? Oh gosh, um, well, my brain tends to never stop. So especially with 
Lilliput and all of the ideas that are constantly just, you know, rummaging through my mind. I would say that currently yeah. I'm just like constantly thinking of ways we can improve on certain aspects of the store, um, cosmetic changes I'd like to make. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a lot of different ideas always pop up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I can imagine like, yeah, like when you're sitting in the store now, while it's still exclusive, you're like, I can't wait to move this there or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And it's, it's not that we can't do that kind of thing now. Um, it's just the, the motivation is so much stronger when it's our store. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's, it's exciting to think about. And even, you know, like right now we don't have a public bathroom. So it's like, oh my gosh. I'd love to be able to provide that for our customers because right now the exclusive company and the building itself is situated in a pretty awkward space, just especially with the Starbucks closing a few years back. Um, it's kind of on a weird strip. So it would be nice for kind of a destination location to provide that to people. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a strangely uh, designed intersection. It is. So. Yeah. yeah, and and it's not gonna, I mean, unfortunately, get any better because Hyatt Pharmacy is going in the place of the Starbucks. Um, so we'll have three pharmacies, just right, you know, Walgreens, CVS, and then and then. But but that's okay. We'll wow. do it. Well, that's that's their own battle they're having over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing yeah, yeah. your own thing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, what puts you to sleep is the second question. Oh gosh. <laughs> um I don't know if I have a good one for that even even though Lilliput keeps me up at night maybe can I have the same answer like we've just yeah. sort of you know working a lot so I sort of the minute my head hits the pillow it's like I'm, I'm lights out so it depends on the day but um and and yeah just you know it's been really encouraging like like I've said all of all of the support so I, you know, go to bed, like, very, very grateful and happy, so. Well, Brad, well, good. Um, you're doing such a cool thing. Um, so, yeah, thank you for doing what you do, and thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun to talk about it. Yeah, you bet. Um, so, uh, for those watching, I'll be tagging a link to Lilliput Records, um, their uh, uh, GoFundMe, if you uh, are so inclined to donate. Um, be sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook and, uh, um, yeah, just, uh, to, to, to keep, uh, watching their journey and for updates, uh, about our new Eastside record store coming soon. Um, so thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. As always, we will see you next time.